not far from the Children's Hospital in Aurora, a city of 350,000 east of Denver. Longtime resident Mr Gilbert is sweeping up debris after an early summer hailstorm. He just got his water bill and like many water consumers, he's not exactly clear on all the charges. I just got the water bill a few minutes ago. It's $198. I think that's a bit high, <laughs> but I don't know how they're breaking it down, but it's all good. Mr. Gilbert is not alone in not fully understanding the complexities of a water bill, which basically has two components. The consumptive charge, which is the water that you use. Typically, the more water you use, the more you'll pay. But what's less clear to customers is the service charge. That's often a fixed monthly fee that pays for things like pipes and treatment plants. But what customers don't see is the tap fee. That's something that is paid long before they ever move into their home. A tap fee is a charge that's assessed to new developments, so a new home or a new business in a community. It's a, it's a way for that um, new development to buy into the water system. Amelia Nuding, a water and energy analyst with Western Resource Advocates, says some communities are rethinking their tap fees with a view to encouraging more water-wise development. She's currently studying how tap fees can be used to encourage growth with water conservation in mind. She's looking at five communities around the country, including Aurora. Marshall Brown, director of Aurora Water, says in 2014 they significantly restructured their tap fees. The intent of that was to tie the cost directly to the volume of water. Brown says that under the old pricing structure, a small house on a small lot might pay a tap fee of $24,500. Or you could have a two-acre parcel with a 10-bedroom, six-bath structure. That would also have paid a $24,500 tap fee. Now large water users will pay larger tap fees and smaller users will pay smaller ones. Marshall Brown says the idea in restructuring the tap fees was not to guide specific development, but rather, he says, to have developers think about what they're designing and its impact on water. Instead of maybe just planting acres and acres of turf, uh, they they may now consider uh, low water use plants or other types of more efficient water use landscaping. Chuck Howe, a professor emeritus of economics at CU Boulder, says growing cities can also use tap fees to encourage smarter and denser development. If you have scattered development, uh, go down south of Denver and see all of the little subdivisions here and there. That makes it very expensive to bring water service to those areas. They have to lay a lot of supply pipes and sewer pipes long distances to serve only a few customers. Amelia Nuding with Western Resource Advocates says some cities are already considering the location of new development and the upfront costs that they charge to developers. There are um, several tap fees that will charge more if these developments have taken place outside the traditional city limits or outside the traditional water service area just because of those exact reasons. It costs more to build that infrastructure further out. Aurora Water says it's too early to say what impact their new tap fees are having on development, but Executive Director Marshall Brown says now developers have a clearer sense of the real cost of water. Western Resource Advocates will release their study on how tap fees can encourage water conservation later this summer.
For Rocky Mountain Community Radio and Connecting the Drops, I'm Maeve Conran. Connecting the Drops is a collaboration between Rocky Mountain Community Radio stations and the Colorado Foundation for Water Education, with support from the Pitkin County Healthy Rivers and Streams Board. Find out more at yourwatercolorado.org.